Amazing grace, how sweet the 
many know that Jesus is good? He's good. He's the king of the heart. He loves us. He's a good father to us. You're never gonna let, you never gonna let. 
Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are good. In spite of knowing our deeds, Lord God, in spite of knowing our hearts, Lord God, in spite of knowing us better than we know ourselves, Lord God, you bless us. You protect us. You woo us, Lord God. And Lord God, you're never going to give up. So Lord God, we thank you and we praise you for all that you've done with great expectation of what you're yet to do uh, in our lives, in our children's lives, in our families' lives, in the lives of those who live around us, I pray. Lord, open the doors. Give us eyes to see and a boldness to walk through that. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. How many know that we're never going to let God down because he knows what we're going to do amen. before we do it, amen? amen? God's never surprised when we seemingly and thinkingly that we let him down. He'll give us constant opportunity to, to be blessed. That's what God's plans are, that we would be blessed through the opportunities. So really, if we don't step through it, we miss out on the blessing, but God is not surprised when we fail, amen? That's called grace and mercy. That's why he created them, because uh, guess what? We are failures, uh, but yet in Christ we are victors, amen? Amen. So, Praise the Lord. We worry so much about disappointing God, but yet well, we ought to be more concerned about disappointing ourselves because God loves us so much, he'll give us another opportunity. Amen. And, uh, you know, that's not an excuse to fail. <laughs> right. Let's not look at that as an excuse to fail because God will forgive me and, and God will give me another opportunity. and. And God loves me, and he said he'll never abandon me. Right. Uh, those are promises for when we do fail, but uh, fail with the right attitude, but yet uh, fail to recognize the power that he has bestowed upon us, the calling and the love that he uh, created us for. So um, I want to give you some scripture tonight. And uh, it's really about these folks praising God in different circumstances. In the midst of the storm, the battle, the failures, uh, all the things that go on in our lives, all the doubts and all the confusion, uh, these are examples of folks who praise God in the midst of it. Uh, 1 Chronicles 29.10. And speaking about David. Now David, we know, failed God in many ways. He committed murder in a sense. Uh, physical murder. Uh, took uh, uh, Bathsheba's husband's life, uh, Uriah. By sending him out to miss the battle of fierce warrior, faithful warrior who defended David and his country, but yet David had men pull back from him uh, purposely that he would be lost in battle. And the first time it didn't even work, but David did it again, right? Uh, so uh, even in his first attempt. Um, but at any rate, David here in First Chronicles twenty nine ten it says David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. I tell you that David wasn't ashamed of praising God in front of the whole assembly, all those who assembled. And today we need to understand and we need to praise God uh, in front of people uh, to be an example to people, not to put on a show, not to, but not to hold back and be reserved. We need to praise God even though there are many watching. Amen? Because it shows our devotion to God, our, our thankfulness to God. And it shows that, uh, that we are openly admitting uh, uh, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. 
He praised, um, uh, you know, uh, we need to do the same. We need to praise God, uh, and we need to, it says that, he said, praise be to you, God, in front of all. He wasn't ashamed of who God was. He wasn't ashamed of who he was in Christ, or Christ in God. Uh, but he was not ashamed to praise God in front of the whole assembly. Even though they thought he was whacked at times. But yet what he was not ashamed of is praising God and even dancing, looking like a fool uh, for the Lord. If it's for the Lord and it's to the Lord, let others look on. <laughs> it's a good thing. He goes on to say, "You, yours, O Lord, uh, is, is, the, is, the, is the, the greatest. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory. He gave God the glory uh, for everything that humans want to be praised for themselves. I have the power. <laughs> so many today think about power as something to be possessed and to, to be in control of. But yet I tell you that God has all the power. God has all the authority. And even David is a king. Praise God as the mighty one, the one with authority, uh, the greatest one. Yes. You know, he didn't run around and say, I'm the greatest. <laughs> no, David said, our God is the greatest. Right. You, God, uh, <coughs> you, O Lord, O the Most High, not O Lord, O Lord, the Most High, the only one. Yes. Nehemiah 8.6. Now, Nehemiah 8.6 is kind of unique in that it's really... Ezra, <laughs> who was praising the Lord in Nehemiah. Um, but Nehemiah 8.6, it says, Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. So as we see here that David praised the Lord in front of the masses, here we see that Ezra did that in Nehemiah, and, and as he did that, that gave others boldness to do the same. He led them in worship. He not only worshiped before the Lord, but he, he led them in worship. And people uh, agreed. Amen, amen means I agree, I agree. And they joined in. And then it goes on to say that they bowed before the Lord. You don't see that today. People don't bow before the Lord. It's almost, you know, who do we bow before? You know, I don't bow before any man, many people would say. And we shouldn't before men, but we need to bow before our God to realize it's a humbling thing. It is a respectful thing, reminding ourselves who we are. We are but servants. Uh, we are but sinners. But yet God uh, allows us to be in a high place because of his authority he gives us. He allows us to, to have victories. Uh, but guess what? It's only as we praise him, as we give him the glory. That's right. It's that, you know, scripture says, be humbled or be humbled. <laughs> Those who, who will humble will be lifted up, and those uh, you know, who, who, who are not humble, guess what, will be humble. So that's God's word. And Nehemiah, Nehemiah, Ezra did this and led the people, and the people bowed down, and they worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. They didn't even feel worthy to look up to the Lord. They bowed their faces, and as, as said that other scriptures talk about people beating their chest, beating the flesh. Uh, uh, realizing that we are but sinners, we are failures, uh, we deserve what Jesus himself took upon himself, that's what we deserve. Right. That suffering, that, that shame, public shaming, and 
uh, and that spitting upon and, and all the things that Jesus went through really was in a, in a substitutionary death for us. So as we look at Jesus, and it's hurtful to see that, if you're really, if you've gone to the Passion of Christ or something and seen that depiction, which is far less than what really took place, uh, when you see it in, you know, if you can imagine the flesh being ripped off of someone. But yet, uh, Ezra opened the book, it said. Ezra stood up high above where all people could see him after the praising, or during the praising and before the praising, really. Ezra opened the book and the people stood up in reverence. And as they stood up in reverence and they began, he began to read and then they began to praise the Lord as in 8.6. All stood up, it said. All the people stood up in reverence to the word being read. In reverence to, to, uh, to God, they put their faces to the dirt. In reverence to God, they bowed down before him. Once again, as one led, that opened the doors for others to participate and to realize uh, who we are in Christ. We are blessed, but yet we are, uh, we are showered with his grace and mercy. And, and that's the only reason we can lift our face before God, because we're failures. Let's not think more of ourselves than we ought to. I'm not saying we should run around with our heads in shame. No, we should lift our heads up and be thankful to the Lord. And that's why we praise him. One more scripture I want to give you, and then I want to go to prayer or, or testimonies, wherever God would lead tonight. Daniel 2.19. Now, Daniel, we know about Daniel and the lion's den. We, we know that they were taken in exile, and, and, and Daniel interpreted dreams, and Daniel done this, and Daniel fasted, and he opened his window, and he praised God three times a day. And we know all about Daniel's exploits, or his... His devotion to the Lord. Well, here in Daniel 2.19, Then Daniel praised God of heavens. Why? Because the king Nebuchadnezzar was having dreams and no one could interpretate them. And, in fact, the king threatened to kill all the wise men of Babylonian because of it. No one could interpret it. And they said, the king, that no one can do that, which you're asking. Um... But God revealed a mystery to Daniel in a vision. And so God the provider, God the revealer of mysteries, revealed to Daniel what the king was being dreamed about. Now the king didn't want to hear it. I guarantee you that, what, what, the, what the dream was about, even though Daniel boldness told him. Uh, but God revealed a mystery to Daniel. And I tell you, as we praise God as Daniel did, the God of the heavens, he will reveal great unsearchable things to us. He reveals through word of knowledge and interpretation. He reveals hidden things that, that are plainly in sight for us to read the word, but without the Holy Spirit uh, uh, revealing the truth of the word, we can't understand. God is still revealing things today as he did to Daniel. Uh, though in this case, it was about the king's dreams. But God is still revealing who he is and revealing who we are to us. And, and God is still revealing, uh, as in Revelation, he has told us about things, but yet those things are still yet to come, some of those things, right? Uh, but yet God reveals the truth of his word to us each day. How can we read something a dozen times and then in our times of need we read it and boom, it's like a, a lightning spark. Boom, we see the light. Right. You know? Yeah. God revealed mystery to Daniel in a vision 
It was about the king's dream, Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was a, one of the cruelest of kings. I mean, you know, lamp poles were human bodies dipped in oil. <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of cruel things happened in Nebuchadnezzar and his sons in and, and, and that reign and in that time. Uh, and in a sense, the Lord softened hearts that uh, wise men of Babylonian wouldn't be executed. God softened the king's heart through Daniel, and, and thus the wise men of Babylonian were not killed. Uh, the truth was revealed, though the king didn't want to hear the truth. So God gives wisdom, guys. What am I talking about? God revealed to Daniel, but God is still revealing wisdom to us. Mm. Wisdom that, that beyond our ability, beyond our knowledge, and beyond our ability. You know, even the even the the stories we call the parables, they're really truths that God spoke in such a simple way, but yet uh, we're without the Spirit of God, it says they're un uh, they're unacknowledgeable. There's not they're they're uninterpreted. Uh, the simplest seeds and sheep and you know who can understand it but God spoke it to those in simple knowledge with the power of the Holy Spirit to to give them the truth wisdom wisdom but also this this, they praise God of the heaven not only God revealed the mystery but God also um, his light dwells within the men of God where else can light come from? Out of the darkness comes light, and light comes through God himself. So not only did he reveal wisdom, he revealed light in men. And, and, and where there's light, there's the absence of dark. And, and so he talks about, in a parable, about being lights on a hill. We can't hide it under a bushel basket. We can, but we're not to do so. Uh, so he, for, you know, he reveals the light to us, the truth to us, which reveals the light to come on, but yet then we become the light. It's not our light, it is God's light that dwells, because he dwells within us, it's his light shining from us. Because in ourselves we have no light. We are the darkness, we are the sinners, we are those who 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 are selfish, those who, who in ourselves, without God, uh, uh, who do great dastardly things and with God sometimes we still do dastardly things but we become the light so God reveals not only the wisdom he reveals light he is the light but he reveals the light using us and the truth of his word the light comes on to the truth of his word we become the light as he dwells within us we're the reflection of the light really we're, it's like, the, it's like the, the moon is the reflection of the sun we become reflection of the sun the light from the sun reflects from us. It's his light that's reflecting. The moon's light is reflecting from the sun, right? Isn't it amazing that any light that comes from us, any, any compassion that comes from us, the light, the truth, all comes from the sun. Now, it's a different sun, <laughs> but yet it's sun. That doesn't change. That truth never changes. What dispels the darkness? The moon dispels the darkness. The stars... And where does that light come? It comes from the sun, reflecting the sun's light. And that's what we really are, too. That simple truth uh, is a given truth. And uh, only God is the revealer of the mysteries. What's a mystery is a mystery, but God is the revealer of all mysteries. So, so Daniel praised God of the heavens, and what does he do? He reveals the mystery to him. The mystery of a dream. Of, and he does it in a vision 
a light. A vision is a light. It's a revelation. It is. It is. <laughs> it's something that is revealed. And and what? So you take that all down to modern day. It's God giving wisdom. It's God giving the light that shines from us, uh, as we're the reflection. And it's God still is the revealer of mystery. So we praise God as David did in the presence of the assembly, in the presence of whoever were around. We should be praising God. Amen. Second of all, in Nehemiah, Ezra praised the Lord. And, uh, and as we are the example praising the Lord in amidst the, the masses, in the midst of the assembly, then that opens the door for others to do the same. But we have to go a step further. We don't have to be to put on a show. But we need to show such reverence that, that people understand that when we're blessed, it's because we do these things. We all fail at it. Don't look at me. <laughs> you know, I, as things are revealed to me, I, I, look, I have to look at the ground too because I, I'm not sometimes the greatest example of a lot of things. But yet, uh, uh, we still need to speak the truth. And the truth uh, uh, opens the door uh, for that which is revealed. So, and, and then God is the revealer of all mysteries. All that is unknown, God knows. We don't know how long we're going to live, but God knows. Uh, but God knows where we will live. <laughs> and we know the truth that God says if we, uh, you know, if we confess him as Lord and, and believe that he's raised from the dead, we know the truth of where we'll be. Even though getting there is a battle. We, we fight to live, but Sometimes if we just gave in to death of ourselves, we would live a greater life now and be more assured of the life that is yet to come. But yet we fight to die to ourselves that we might live. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, die to yourself that you might live. In other words, give up them nasty things that are binding us, that is holding us back, and that produces the doubt and the shame. All those things should be wiped away. Jesus took them upon himself. It's been revealed through the word, it's been revealed through the spirit, it's been revealed through those who 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 are changed, uh, but yet we still struggle. So, uh, why does he say fear not? So many times because we fear. We fear things that some fear the dark, some fear being alone, some fear driving, some fear. Who knows what people? If, if, whatever's the reality today, there are people who fear it. Um, and it's, some seem foolish to us. You know, the fear to drive. Who, we do it every day. But there are those who drastically fear that that blessing to get around, you know. So, um, praise the Lord. So there's three circumstances that, that really are bound together at different times, but yet all in the same. Um, we need to praise the Lord in front of all. We need to be as Ezra, uh, to be that example that others would respond uh, to be revealed to who the Lord is. Uh, that, that, uh, and as Daniel, we need to become the light because God is the giver of wisdom. He is the light that dwells and shines from us, and he is the revealer of all truths. So, praise the Lord. Hopefully that uh, sheds a little light on his word, hopefully about... The need to praise God in a right manner. We all fail, but God knows our hearts. Amen? Amen. And, uh, but he also knows what binds us. And sometimes we refuse to give it up. But 
He loves us anyways, and uh, he continuously reach out to us, and uh, praise the Lord. Anybody got a testimony? What's God done in somebody's life? Yeah. My mom's cataract surgery went very well, um, and she has 20, 25 vision in the eye that has cataract in it. Um, Now she can get a glass at work. Yeah. Okay. Yep. She can see better now. So I never realized how bad her vision was when she was driving, and I rode with her. So. <laughs> fear of driving. <laughs> now it's the fear of riding, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> I only knew. Yeah, she, she's doing a lot. The recovery's been great, and she's back to watching the kids today. So. The revealer of the truth. You know, you got your best eye on it, you know? Uh, I say it's no joke, you know, only a year or so ago, a year and a half ago, I was struggling going blinder. If you remember, we running from light to light to try to read the word. And it was getting worse by the day. And so finally I went and got glasses. Well, guess what? It wasn't glass the problem. They began to give me shots and and do all that that meant uh, you know, first thing I said, man, whoa, 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 he had the shot and get it out. I said, What are you what are you doing? There must be another way. <laughs> And he said there is. He says, well, we can, we, can, we can just keep an eye on it and see if it gets better in a year or so. Um, he said, but the reality is this is what's going to work and work the best for your situation. And as it turns out, supposedly I'm the poster child of what they wanted to happen. So um, we can be thankful for God for that. Uh, as they begin to put needles in my eyes. Uh, so blindness is not a, no joke, man. You know, uh, as we joke about cataracts and all those things, when it's happening to you, it becomes serious in a hurry. Uh, and Denise knows about eyesight outcomes and goes. And, and we take it for granted. But, uh, yeah. Um, one of my really good close friends that his uh, his house was burnt down to the ground there oh, no. uh, this past weekend while we're gone, and uh, I just praise the Lord that there was there was no one home and that all three children and him and his wife are, are okay and just the uh, just the blessings that they received through um through all the the, the neighborhood the neighborhood and the surrounding people that are around them are just unreal and I just praise God for that because I mean he's our he's our provider, you know, so it's uh wow. it's it's awesome to see the goodness of God work through people. Sure. You know the inhabitants praises of his people. And as we praise him, he will respond through the praise. And you know we've read scripture according to that, but but we see the evidence of it is actually Pastor Dave spoke a lot about what what's taken place here in the last year and a half, or yeah, a few yeah. years, and really it's quite amazing. Yeah. It's quite amazing. Um, yeah, really. It, it's it's all of God, and you know, and it's, it's just as we keep track of that and remind ourselves of that, then we should uh, be encouraged to continue to encourage people no matter what it looks like, and uh, knowing that God. Uh, continually moving. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? I had a wonderful day today with friends that helped me move the lady's furniture out of her house and cram it into my house and nobody got hurt and I think it went well. 
the Lord stopped the rain and everybody got everything done that they needed to get done and I'm just blessed that I have so many good friends. Oh, you can't praise God tonight. Speaking of eyesight. The other night, my eyes went again. Because they got hurt. 
And I had that deep hurt inside me all these years. We're talking 30 years. And he finally revealed that to me, that I had unforgiveness towards him. Now, all these years, I've served the Lord wholeheartedly. I never knew I had unforgiveness towards him until these babies had to go through that. And so I said, forgive me, Lord, and I went through the whole thing, you know. And finally, I got a healing that I needed from 30 years ago. And so then I was praising God and thanking him. Because in all circumstances, he'll work it out. But there's a time when you don't yeah. think so. You know, you just don't. Wow. And so I had that a rough time for like four days now. My eyesight's not perfect by any means. But my acupuncture's going good. My face is moving. I can shut my eyes completely when I take a shower now and not get water in them. So he's showing me all these things that he's doing that I would never realize before. Right. So sometimes it's not okay to get that kind of thing done. In that circumstance, I'm good. You know, and when you go through something really, really hard like that, he's going to bring good out of it. He always does. What Satan meant for evil, God will turn it for good. So, believe that. Just believe that. And trust him. You guys around here. I want to see you pray for her eyesight. Oh, yeah. For complete yes, healing. Yes. Stay right there. Here you go. Yes. Pray for complete healing. Thank God for the healing that he took place in her, in her, in the past. But yet, uh, as he heals us from one thing, uh, we can have to trust him with the rest. Amen? Give her 100% eyesight. Yeah, they're right around her, gals. It's not about our words. It's about our obedience. Amen? God knows what we need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Mighty God. Thank you for the Thank you, Lord God, for revelation. Thank you for the light that shines from the Lord God. Your light. Thank you, Lord God, that you're not going to be nothing else. Thank you, Lord God, that you come to me with confidence. Thank you, Lord God, for healing right now these eyes, Lord God. Touch her, Lord God. Touch her, heal, restore, Lord God. You spit in the eyes, you rubbed eyes in mud, you made them roll in water. Lord God, we pray for a hand upon you, anointing for lifting her up, for laying hands upon her. So Lord God, we lay at your feet. For laying at your feet. Thank you for all that you've done for her. Thank you for her strength and her healing and her testimony. And Lord God, for continual healing. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. And she learned to trust in you as never before, Lord God. Closes her eyes, Lord God, may she know that you're there. She opens her eyes, Lord God, may she know that you're there. Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Restore her. Thank you for increasing faith. Thank you for healing. Thank you, Lord God, for the hands of the mother box. That which concerns her. 
Where are they now? Thank you for revelation. Thank you for renewal. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for humbleness, Lord God. Yes, testimony how God healed and touched. There's no accident as we have a testimony, we have a need. <laughs> and, and now we need to trust and believe that what God does for one, he'll do for another. Yeah. And so let's believe for that and, and believe for a mighty testimony. Um, sometimes God acts immediate. Sometimes it takes his time but yet uh, it's all in his time. Amen? But we need to believe for it. Trust him for it. 
I would just like to um, have you guys, if you would, keep Sandy in prayer that she gets out of rehab so I can get back to work. Because I'm doing more work when I'm staying home than I am when I'm going out to work at the people. Praise the Lord. But she's got to be able to walk and, you know, be able to function. Continue to, to keep Kim in your prayers. Yeah. Uh, that she would get home and yes. that provisions would be made for her circumstance and situation. Yes. God is doing a mighty work uh, in the midst of in the midst of the storms, in the midst of the bondages, and in the midst of the needs. He is He is working it all out. Well, let me close in prayer tonight. I say close in prayer. We never really close. We just go to the next chapter. Right. Because there's always something to pray about. There's always something to plead for, and there's always needs. But there, as long as the as long as the praises go out, God inhabits the praises of His people. Where we praise him, there in his, that his presence will be there. And if his presence is there, uh, then revelation comes, healing comes, and uh, revival comes as well. Yes. So, I, do, I do have one more thing. Uh, Artie, uh, the guy that came up on Tuesday night, the night of my testimony, uh, he re rededicated his life to, uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. That Amen. Day. And uh, I've been messaging him. Occasionally, just to keep in touch and encouraging him and all that. And he's messaging back, yeah, man, everything's good. You know, I've been, I've been telling my friends about it, and I've been, I've been, uh, you know, I've been trying to get them to go to church with me, and, and yes. I've been doing this, and he's just, he's, exactly. he's excited, and he, God. he's, God's he's, he's found hope in Jesus. And I yeah, just, yeah. I just praise God for that. Yeah. So I didn't want, I didn't want to from the darkness into the light, God revealed the light. Now the light is being revealed from Him. Christ to be in Him. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you choose to use us. Lord God, that you choose to encamp your angels around us. And, and Lord God, you choose to heal us. And Lord God, you you choose to to call us sons and daughters. And you've chosen to prepare a place. You predestined us before we were born. Oh Lord God, death, Lord God, you give us choice. You give us free will. So, Lord God, we just praise you, Lord God, for your... You don't demand. You show us the difference between right and wrong and allow us to choose. So, Lord God, may we choose you tonight as you have chosen us. May we choose to praise you. May we choose to serve you. May we choose to be the light that you have placed within us. And, Lord God, yeah, may we Lord. choose to glorify you. May we cho choose to praise you. And, Lord God, may we choose... To testify about you. We thank you, Lord God, that you have called us, that you have placed us here, and Lord God, that you have placed us in a time such as this for the purpose, Lord God, to, to reach out, to be that light, and Lord God, to lead others to the saving grace and knowledge of your Son, Jesus Christ. Use each one. We thank you for the provision uh, that we're brought in tonight. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for that. We lift up the our food bank, our, our these meals that we're preparing, uh, Lord God, may each ticket be taken, may each item be brought back, that we continue to bless our community as you give us the ability. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. There are still a few items on the board. If you haven't taken one and you want to be a part of that, take one. It does no good to take it if you don't want to bring it back. So 
Uh, you know, it's all, all up to your heart. Don't take it because somebody's watching, uh, but take it because you want to be a part of that. And if you can't do that, that's okay too. Uh, prayers are more important than the items. Pray that God would, would burden someone's heart right. for that uh, and see if maybe it's your heart that he burdens. But, uh, amen. I thank you for coming. Uh, remember Kim and your prayers and, and so many others, you know, those that, that haven't been here, those who are here, do know a need, lift them up, pray for them, uh, knowing that prayers are powerful. Prayers are powerful for those who are in a right standing with Christ. Amen? Praise the Lord. It's not praise God because there's only one.